it's like, hello? We got to send a message early this week that uh, we are the team that we, we expect to be. Um, there's a lot of great players in this room. Uh, me, be, st me still being new here, uh, definitely I see a lot of great things that uh, talent-wise and then leadership-wise on this team. So uh, I think that uh, moving forward, definitely we have a lot to prove, and I think uh, this Thursday night game is a, a good chance for us to prove that. Everyone's got to do their job. Um, can't make mistakes. You know, that'll put you behind early. Um, you know, starting out first and 15 or first and 20 or you know, something like that will kind of put you behind. You know, your starting point. You don't want to do that to yourself. So if you can start out, you know, not making any mistakes and uh, you know, not hurting yourself, then you can kind of get rolling off of that. We certainly feel like these are very important. Um, you know, whether you had won or lost the previous games, they're all important. They all end up mattering. I think when you look back at last year's games, this team had so much success, went 13 and three, and yet they'll point to a couple games where if they had won them, could they have had a home field advantage for the championship game? So no matter how many you win, you're still looking at every one being important. And uh, certainly with our record, we feel that uh, you know, that this game is very important as will the following one. They're front guys, uh, obviously Donald and Sue and Brockers, you know, they're, they're get going up the field guys that, uh, you know, Sue is explosive, um, powerful uh, to, to get to the spot on the quarterback, and then Donald is a quick side to side and then use power to get to it, um, but yeah, it makes it difficult. Let's go. I want to win, and I want to win now. Super Bowl homeboy. Here and now. Every game is big in my mind, regardless of when we play. Monday night, Sunday night, Thursday night, Tuesday night. You know, every game is big, and um, you know, especially where we're at right now. You know, from here on out, it's every game is a big game. So um, that's the way we approach it. You know, week in and week out is a big game. The thing is, is are they going? Are they really our fans? You know, are you our, our fans now that think they're a little tough, or are you going to be our friends when we run these games off and get in the playoffs? Be consistent. That's all I can ask. Be consistent, and we need to be consistent as well. So it's definitely a hand in hand thing. Battling. And just keep battling. And keep battling. We said it was gonna be a tough guy again. I'm sick of it, man. I really am. I'm fed up with I'm fed up with all the crap that I hear. I think it's bandwagon. I really do, man. These guys lay it on the line. These guys are in the training room, man. These guys lay it on the line, man. They lay it on the line. Sometimes it doesn't happen. I don't want anybody to start. Here we go, little Eddie Van Halen on get by. Start to, uh, you know, take, uh, jumping off go. the ship, so to speak, because if you're going to jump off, you stay off. Because we don't need no, you know, don't need no fake people on our bandwagon anyway. Here we go. Listen to Eddie. Here it is. The season's on the line. Two receivers left and right. Mattel takes the snap. He steps up. He's all by himself. Fires into the end zone. Caught! Touchdown! 
that will be world champions. That's what I've said right from the start, and I'm still confident. Hell no, we're going to go to the playoffs. I'll it tell you that right everything. now. We said it was going to be a tough guy game. And in a tough a guy, guy game, game, playoff football in December, you got to execute, and you can't it leave plays on, on the field. field. Did you see me doing my Eddie Van Halen air guitar in here? <laughs> Did I tell you that... What are you Not, holding? Uh, a putter. And then I got it. I got the. <laughs> it's in I, your pocket. Yeah, I got the club. The club head is in the pocket, and then I'm doing the Eddie Van Halen. Interesting. Did I ever tell you that not only did me and my pals, or my pals and I, invent the big wheel, we also invented the air guitar. We were the first to ever do it. As a matter of fact, in what was the teacher's name? We my my ninth grade English teacher. We had, my buddy and I did air guitar. We had to do a project where you had to do some type of a speech. And we played Edgar Winter's Frankenstein. And I played the guitar. And the guitar was, you know the telephone receiver here, this thing right here? Yeah. This with the cord? That yeah. was my guitar. So I used the cord like this, and then my buddy pretended he was playing the um, the synthesizer. Can you play that right now? This is what I did. Now I know this isn't working. This this visual. And the class is just staring at us with their mouths wide open. We dropped. They can't believe. It. Of course. Me and my buddy are really high. Because we were getting high before class, see? And this is for speech class? Speech class, yeah. We had some kind of a speech class, speech speech English, and we were supposed to do a speech. Or some kind of a, I don't know what we were supposed to do, but this is what we came up with. A speech without speaking? Yeah. And so, and he was pretending he was playing. And we're playing this over our, we brought in, you know, a hi-fi. Barrero? No. And they... You should have saw the and the, the the teacher looked horrified. And did you do it for all four minutes and forty seconds? Oh, absolutely, seconds? yes. <laughs> and we invented the air. You know what grade did you get? Well, I don't think we got a passing grade. I think for creativity we got a pretty good. But here's the here's the sitchy is we really didn't create air guitar. Air guitar. We used tennis rackets for for our guitars. So we would get a tennis racket. We'd sit around the house get high and watch the tube. And we would play Edgar Winter, Johnny Winter, uh, Led Zeppelin, Leonard Skinner, whatever, uh, Jethro Tull, whatever we were into at the time, and we would play along with our tennis rackets pretending we were playing guitar. So we invented air guitar before anybody else invented air guitar and then someone took it and made a fortune on it isn't there some kind of a game you can play the games people well, play yeah, now guitar hero guitar hero yeah somebody Which, i don't know if it's still popular somebody but. it uh it was a matter of fact the only thing i think that will be more popular than uh guitar hero will be uh tarp shooter <laughs> i think tarp shooter's got a chance to be that's gonna be one of those household names they're gonna say guitar hero 
Big Wheel Tarp Shooter. <laughs> Microsoft, Google. Right. Tarp Shooter. Apple Tarp Shooter. By, by Tenna B. Uh, now, you know, they. Um, my wife's had a relative, she has a relative mm-hmm. that would actually professionally perform in air guitar championships. There was such a thing? Yeah, I'm sure it's, there still are somewhere, yeah. Air guitar championships. Yeah, where you do a competition, you pick a song, and then you do a performance, and winner gets paid. I missed my calling, man. <laughs> yeah. I missed my calling. I now have three regrets in my life. That's the third. I was going to tell you the other two today. You just had my first regret is not continuing to um, to um, it's a word I'm looking for to perfect my air guitarism. <laughs> my second one would be I really wish I could do the subway taste fairy thing again because I think that had a chance to lift me to. To, to national syndication. To national syndication, to superstardom. <laughs> I mean, if that had caught on, and think about it, it, was what, two or three years later they pulled the rug out on from Jared? Well, he pulled it out from under himself, yeah. actually. But Jared was Would gone. As, Subway needs a national spokesperson right yeah. now. They don't have what one. Do they do? And I was taste fairy. Nemer Feger. There might be people here that aren't aware of it, newer listeners. When did I do taste fairy? Is that six, seven years ago? That was a while ago. Where... The local ad agency, Niemer Feger, approached me and said, Niemer Feger guy said, I've got a great television bit for you. And I said, really, what is it? He said, Subway Taste Fair. <laughs> and I said, I'm in. Uh, much like the Minnesota State Lottery, I'm in. I said, I'm in. And they put together three 30-second ads where they dressed me up like a taste fairy. <laughs> I mean, are you looking at it now? I'm watching them, about to watch the video. Yeah, it yeah. was from 2012. 2012. The six. KFM published it on January 3rd, 2012. Yeah, so I think it might have even been before that. No, that was probably about the time they were, because there was a, and they were looking, I, I I think the way it works is Subway lets their, they do regional ads. Yeah. Where different regions, and so Nemer Fieger came up with the idea, let's do the Taste Fairy, and they approached me. And there's three ads. There's the one where they, I'm on the, uh, uh, they put a harness on me. <laughs> Which one are you watching? The one where you're dancing at the end? Oh. Well, I think I dance in a couple of them. Is uh. it the one where they jerk me into the uh, sky where I'm knocked off the... It must be the very first one they did. Yeah, it's the one where I'm on the harness. Yeah, you're on a harness. And I go taking off into the wild blue yonder at the end, and then I'm dancing at the end. <laughs> and then the next one is when I get wiped off the... I smash into the windshield of a car, and the windshield wipers knock me off the, the windshield. And the third one is when I hit a... Uh, uh, I'm watching the bug zapper right yeah, now. Yeah, the bug zapper is the third one. And it ran for three months and they dumped me <laughs> as this local subway spokesperson. No! And rightfully so. I've watched them since. Tennessee, if I could do it, I think I, I think I could develop that character better. My problem was I should have used a weird voice, too. I just used my regular voice. <laughs> and, you know, I've got some acting chops. I played... I played Mel Edison in Neil Simon's Prisoner of Second Avenue. Story about a, I think like an insurance salesman or something that loses his job and he slowly goes insane. Then I played the Teddy Roosevelt character in Arsenic and Old Lace. Teddy Roosevelt character was a guy who'd lost his mind. Can you see the, the thread here? I typecast as somebody that's nuts. <laughs> Two roles in a row. 
And so I th- I think I've I think I got some acting chops. But I should have did a taste fairy with a weird voice instead of just my own voice. There was nothing really to differentiate the taste fairy from, you know, it was just a guy with a regular voice. Or I should have did a dumb voice like this. I'm the taste fan. <laughs> right? Don't yeah. you agree? Instead of your, yeah. And I don't know why I didn't think of that. And that that's my that's regrets. Too few to mention, but if I don't mention them, I got nothing to talk about and I gotta feel irritated. So I have to mention my regrets. And that was one I regret. So at, if you would have just made that tiny little change, think of how much different well, your life it. would be. Right now you're not working at KFN because I'm, you've gone national. I'm following the Dan Patrick show. Dan Patrick well, tosses no. the baton to me as a as a national syndicated show. I think you've made so much money as the Taste Fairy spokesperson. Well, yeah. Where you have to work two days a month that you, right. wouldn't, you wouldn't even have to do anything or, else. Or I could have parlayed it into what well, many people thought yeah. I was trying to do. <laughs> I was suggested in a newspaper column in town that I was trying to parlay the Taste Fairy commercials into a national syndicated television show. Radio show. Radio show. That was yeah. that was suggested. That's one of my regrets. I have a, that's my second regret. I have a third that I'll get to on the other side of the break. Uh, that wasn't going to be my tease though. Well, that will, I'll save the, the Viking tease will be for 1230 because we have more time to flesh it out. I think you'll like the tease and I think I stand alone. I think you sort of kind of agree with me a little bit on my take, but we'll find out at 1230. But next, my third regret. My, well, no. Wait, what is my third regret? No, my third regret doesn't really tie in with my my Viking thing, but I'll figure it all out. Other side of the break, the Common Man program on defense. The Common Man. Negative energy never got anybody anywhere. It's positive energy that makes it work. Weekdays at noon on The Fan.